Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Comics Deserve Better. We are up to episode 61. They said it couldn't be done and here we have done it. I don't know who they were, but apparently they didn't like us that much. But I hope you guys like us. And here today is uh, is Darcy. How are you doing? I am just fine. Uh, happy to be back, I guess. Yeah, it's it's good to be back. It's been a while since we've recorded. Uh, Carrie, unfortunately, can't be with us today again. I was going to pretend that there was like a beef between you and, and Carrie, but I, I was like, no, that's no, fun. that's terrible. no, that's it's just terrible. Carrie. Ha, Carrie has a new job. Uh, there's been a lot of family drama going on on my side, and so um it's just uh yeah carrie couldn't join us but she'll be definitely be back next week um she definitely read a spotlight she really wanted to talk about today so i i think she'll be back she'll be here next week to talk about it so we'll get go ahead and get started for our inaugural episode back here with a diy corner a real quick one um the the uh the book is uh, going to be the first issue of drumsticks of doom by John Westhoff and Dan Dottery. Dottery. I think it's Dottery. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, first cover is going to be by Kaylin Smith. Uh, essentially, it's a kind of an alternate universe where it was uh, Black Sabbath, not the Beatles, who became the most popular band in the world. And so the universe has definitely kind of hinged towards a heavy metal feel when it comes to music instead of kind of the pop feel that the Beatles brought. Um, and this series focuses on a drummer named Lana who just wants to jam with her friend in this heavy metal world. So um, this is not officially dropped yet on Kickstarter. Uh, the target date is going to be February 9th in a, in a couple of weeks from now. Um, they just want to get a few more things together before they officially drop it. It's just um, one of my other uh, friends had posted this uh, this URL to the here, and I read it, and I I kind of fell in love with the description, so I wanted to talk about it today. But we'll have the the URL to the um, to the watch webpage, so that if you if you are interested in checking this out once it drops, uh, it'll send you an email notification once it does. I always enjoy a kind of like what's if alternative universe kind of thing, so that sounds fun. It definitely is. I wonder if this is like the same universe as yesterday, since the Beatles didn't exist. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's kind of one of those things that I always think yeah. about. Yesterday, not my favorite. That's kind of like whatever, but this yeah. one sounds yeah. kind of more interesting than that. Yeah. No, my question was: is how did Oasis exist in yesterday when the Beatles if did not? The Beatles don't. Yeah. <laughs> And but, also, like, part of the reason the Beatles are so popular isn't just because of what their songs are, but because yeah. of what the Beatles are. But, yeah, whatever. Moving on. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Yesterday doesn't work so well for me, but I think yep. this would. Definitely. All right. Well, um, yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll have it on our, our target list once it uh, it drops. So I guess we'll go ahead and go into our spotlights. Uh, Darcy, do you want to go first? Uh, Yeah, just... It's been so long since I put this on there. Okay. Uh, this was our Pact by Ryan Andrews. It's a first, second book. Uh, this is a kind of, 
I want to say super cute because the art is super cute, but it's actually kind of like sad. Hmm. Uh, and it's kind of like it explores like the sadness that comes from like um, from childhood almost. So it's a story about a bunch of kids um, who make this pact uh, when they're when they're children um, at this holiday? There's this holiday that happens every year in their village uh, where they light lanterns and send them down uh, down a river. And this year, all these boys are going to get together and follow them on their bikes. And they're not going to turn around. They're not going to turn back. They're going to follow them all the way because supposedly, like, the legend of their village is that it flows all the way to the moon or something. Hmm. And they're like, we're going to go all the way. We're going to follow these lanterns. We're going to, you know, does it actually go to the moon? Are we going to go to the moon? Kind of thing. That's, like, their, what they believe. Um, but, you know, like, their parents won't let them go too far. There's, like, a... a a bridge they're not supposed to pass kind of thing. And they're like, well, you know what? We're going to do it anyway, even if our parents won't let us. Uh, But there's like some magical realism to it. There's like a boy they don't like who's following them, even though they don't want him to, and they're bullying them. And then like some, some of the boys are too scared of their parents to keep going or too scared of some of the things they hear to keep going. And it ends up just being one boy and the boy that they didn't like in the first place that are still going like halfway through the book. Uh, It has like my neighbor Totoro vibes and spirited away vibes and, uh, you know, like paper girls vibes to it. Um, It's it's just really, really neat. It's a long book. It's, it's not short. It's a really like beefy book with like this really like thick, interesting story to it. I really liked it. Really interesting art with like some really rad character designs i it was cool i liked it a lot it looks really nice i like the blues and 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 like the kind of the yellows for the light fantastic color color work yeah yeah and i i've always enjoyed the fellowship style motif when it comes to Mm -hmm. like fantasy books so you know that's kind of cool the 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 whole journey thing sounds pretty rad definitely got it's definitely got some quest narrative stuff going on they they got some cowardly lots that like drop off super fast. <laughs> yeah, which makes but sense. But they're young; like, you can't blame them. <laughs> just like just like the, the fellowship, uh, you know. There's no one ever makes it. Everyone never makes no, it. Yeah, you, it's, you there's always a few people. Yeah. Some people are are Boromir, and they they have to, to die. Okay, well, Boromir sleep. dies very bravely. Yeah. Some of these boys yeah. are like, "My mom won't let me go past this bridge." All right, I gotta go That's home. True. Yeah, or, no I, one's one killed boy, the orcs in this book. I think the first boy cuts out way before the bridge. He's like, oh, uh, "It's taco night tonight, and tacos are awesome." And I'm like, "Listen, honey, I am so with you." <laughs> I understand that completely. So. I googled this, and one of the first things that came up was an article. I guess they're they're actually going to be adapting this into something. I don't know if it's live Are action really? or animated. And um, is there a talking bear in this book? Yeah, is, there's a talking okay. loss of stuff in this book. <laughs> okay, so Peter Dinklage is going to be the talking bear in really? this book. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. He has a cool voice, so I can I can totally see that working. That that sounds absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Okay, well, um, speaking about fun, like, kind of fantasy books, but it's kind of an opposite. Well, also, for a second, I don't think I've ever read a bad book from First Second, so that's always kind of a, a, a sign of quality as well. 
but uh, we'll go into my uh, spotlight real quick, which is uh, Bolero Number One by Wyatt Ashley Costello Kennedy, Luana Vecchio, and Brandon Graham, and it's from Image. So this came out last week. Um, so it's a double-sized first issue, and I'm super happy it is because this book could essentially be um, split in three spots. Like the you got the first half, and then the last quarter, or the the you know the third quarter and the fourth quarter of the book. the The first half of the book is a romance book between these these two girls who who love each other. And they kind of they they meet each other in high school, and they kind of grow up together to go through college, and they're in love, and they're very happy together. Well, there's then a flash forward right after that. So if this was just one issue, then that's all you would have gotten this book, and this is totally not what the book is about. It's a good setup. It definitely is. It's fun. It's inter- it's interesting. But but yeah, you. You get totally the wrong idea of what this book is about if, if it was just the, the standard like twenty five page book. Um, so you, so then we we flash forward. I don't know how many months. I'm assuming it's months. Well, there's been a nasty breakup between our between the main character and her girlfriend, and um, their um, and their other friend is going to who is part of a band is going to propose to um, her boyfriend. And um, and sh- and she wants them to both be there. Um, so um, our main character, who has also decided to stop drinking, I guess that might have been an issue um, prior, um, decides to go, you know, to help support her friend, and f- kind of forgets that her ex is going to be there. But then obviously sees her ex, and so the the second quarter or the third quarter of the book essentially is kind of like that breakup motif book where makes some bad decisions including some drinking some uh some casual sex all that kind of fun stuff not necessarily casual sex is a bad idea but in this situation it kind of sounded like it might have been in this in this particular story but um the so then we get into the last quarter of the book where it's revealed that the person that this uh our main character slept with is actually not from our dimension and has signed up and signed up in this plan from this extra dimensional character or creature to basically be able to go through 53 different universes into the body of, of you know, basically their analog from that universe. And the, there's, there's, uh, two, there's a few catches one, like you, uh, you can't jump, you can't go into more than 53. I believe the number is 53. It's 53 or 52. Um, but, um, th- and it's like something, basically it'll tear your psyche apart. Um, two, you can never go back to your home dimension. So our main character decides, gets kind of, goes through this door, meets the, meets this crazy like uh, bunny type creature and um, decides to do this. Um, and wakes up the next in the next morning um and she's uh basically almost exactly the same but she's a guy and and who is she with but her ex so i got a feeling i know i'm kind of spoiling it a little bit here but there's so much good information here that 
I feel even with like a spoil, it's it's gonna it, it, there's it's very interesting and like who knows where this is gonna go? Is it gonna be the same relationship like played out like fifty three times and like watch it like either be successful or mess up fifty three times in in fifty three different ways? I mean that that that'll be interesting, or if it even goes somewhere else completely, who knows? But it it just seems really good, so excited. Wait, wait, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Go- it's, it's it's about a 55 page book. There's a there's a lot going on, and like, and like I said, there's like one main issue, and then you have two smaller issues after that of of, of the story. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting <laughs> like it's an interesting romance story, but it's like a it's like a service they can go and like have like like what like sliders into their own body and different universes and like have relationships with people exactly that like they basically get to be a tourist into a different universes but they're always in their in the same body at, or same same person but you know the due to the multiverse there's different versions of 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 that of that character you know of of, <laughs> of that person so um yeah there's a lot of like there's gonna be a lot of questions about gender identity. There's gonna be a lot of questions about like romance and fate. There's so many things that are so many doors that are open up. And that's what makes this this really interesting to me. Uh, art's awesome as well. This is actually the first uh, book written comic book written by this writer, which is kind of cool because there's a lot here, but the pacing is really good. And a lot of times, first-time writers of comics, that's the one thing that they need to learn is pacing. And so this, the, the writer here has been able to give so much info <laughs> without it being just like an exposition dump, without it just lagging or something like that. Like, you learn who the main character is. Devin is her name, um, which is great because it's an androgynous name. So it, it's going to be Devin as well when she's a, when she's a dude. So I think that's that's all. It's it's all going to be pretty fun. I I think. Yeah, that's interesting. It sounds yeah. it sounds like an interesting kind of different story. I like it. Yeah. Once this this is over, I probably will make this a main course if it keeps going the way it's going. I do like this, and there's enough fantasy elements. There's enough romance elements. It's it's it just seems pretty cool. So yeah. definitely. Absolutely. Right recommend checking out bolero number one okay well now i think it's time to go to our main course which mm-hmm. is the sprite in the gardener by ria brago joe witt and crank from oni press and this was darcy's choice uh darcy you want to give us a quick review and slap or a quick synopsis and uh also let us know why you picked this book this week sure um Basically, the idea, uh, Re kind of, I, I, it's in the backup, uh, Re posted this, like, had this single page idea that kind of grew into the full book. And the single page idea was this um, image or this this series of panels that broke down to uh, the most beautiful garden is the work of a fairy who loves the gardener's smile. Uh, and from mm-hmm. that, uh, re-partnered with Joe Witt to co-write uh, The Sprite and the Gardener. 
And the whole concept of the Sprite and the Gardener is uh, Sprite's use to care for nature and the natural world. But then humans came in and humans came in with their uh, fences and uh, gardening technology. And it wasn't necessary for Sprites to take care of nature anymore. So Sprites now kind of gather in their little Sprite suburbs and they hang out and they go forage in like natural areas and in gardens. But they don't have to like care for it using their magic anymore. So they just kind of hang out. Um, And gardeners do gardening with uh, fertilizer and with fancy tools. They don't need each other any longer. And so the story begins when Wisteria, our main character, our co-main character, I guess, Mm -hmm. comes into the neighborhood uh, and meets her fellow sprites. And she finds out about this um, uh, kind of bad garden in the neighborhood that has no green things in it. And when she's exploring the neighborhood, she kind of checks it out and she meets, um, she doesn't meet, she sees Elena, a young girl who is trying to grow a garden and kind of sucks at it. <laughs> she's not <laughs> a good gardener, but she's trying really hard. Yeah. Um, she's she's really trying to make a go of it. Uh, we find out later that her mom used to garden, but she works really long hours and she can't uh, like keep up with it. And so she really wants to make this garden grow, but she's just a really crappy gardener. Uh, so at nighttime, Wisteria is like, you know, we used to do this. We used to have magic over gardens. I think I want to give this a try. So that's basically what she does. She goes and she makes this morning glory work that she's been, that Elena has been trying to get growing. And then Elena's like, holy crap, this is amazing. And she smiles really big at it. And that's kind of where you get that backup page, that idea page, that inspiration page. Um, and Wisteria just kind of keeps going. The more that Elena brings out to try to make work, the more Wisteria makes grow. And then on accident, Wisteria gets kind of like so tired making all of this work that Elena catches her sleeping in a bush one day. (laughs) And (laughs) Elena's really sad because she thought this had been like she'd gotten better, that her skills had grown, that this had been her hard work. Uh, and Wisteria's like, no, I was kind of doing it for you. Um, I was trying to make you happy. Uh, and they kind of had this disconnect, but like they had both been trying to do all the work, but it had been for good good deeds, but they had both been trying to do it all themselves. So they came together and were like, oh, you know what? Maybe we don't have to all do it all ourselves. We can work together, you know, like good child book lessons. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can share the load. And so they come together and they work together and they start building this beautiful garden together and they still realize, well, you know what? We still can't do it all ourselves. Uh, Let's bring in more people. And so Wisteria goes and gets her Sprite friends um, from her little Sprite suburb. Uh, And they come help and they take care of like the ladybug infestation they have and they cultivate earthworms and they take care of more and more and they build up vines and uh, they make this into a beautiful, beautiful garden. 
And Elena's neighbor, who's been making fun of her, gets, like, forcibly introduced to his own sprites and his own little suburb. Uh, and it kind of, like, creates this relationship that changes between, like, humanity and sprites and the world is a better place at the end kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> and it's this great book. The reason why I chose it personally is uh, based purely off art. Like, I just saw a couple images of it and I was like, well, I'm reading that kind of thing because it's a gorgeous book. The art itself is very beautiful. The colors in specific are just, um, just it's very, very colorful. It's it's a flower. It's a flower book, basically. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's very colorful. It's it's all flowers. It's gardens. It's sprites. It's all wonderfully colored. But what really impressed me reading it was um, a lot of the paneling choices. A lot of the ways it was laid out, there was a lot of really clever paneling in it. There's one full page spread, which is when um, the first night after Wisteria grows the morning glory and Elena sits down beside it and is really excited about it. And there's several panels of um, Wisteria looking at it and those panels are all behind a full figure kneeling of Elena and the panel breaks are behind Elena's head like white rays of light um, so that it looks like she's haloed with sunlight kind of thing. There was just a lot of really clever things done here with art in combination with just the beautiful pastel color palette. It, it was just a gorgeous book to look at, a very calming and comfortable book to read, great message. I've had kind of a shitty week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I'd read it before. I've, I, you know, I'd read it a couple months ago, so it was something I was already in a good place for. It was on my list. So it was just something to come on and speak well about. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought it this week because I think it, I think it's something that um, I think both Carrie and I needed it as well. It's it's a very bright, fun book, um, and yeah, like that was one of the big things on my notes was the art choices. That's including panel choices. Uh, when it comes to the colors, I love how there's some some coloring that's done very lightly. And like mm. very very pastel, and then there's like um, you know, then there's there are some color choices that um are very much they're very dark. It's the same colors, but they're they're more colored in than they were on previous pages, mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. you get kind of like a once again you kind of get like a DIY like you know like like I'm you know you're working on something and this is the end goal essentially kind of feel to it. Um, or even washed out, because like when when yeah. uh, Wisteria is doing her magic, like everything goes completely washed out, but it's still That's... so bright and vivid. It's like this is so bright that there's no color, kind of thing. Like that was that was an, an interesting choice. Yeah, definitely, and I love just the camaraderie in everyone. I mean, there's there like I I kind of got the feeling when I first was started reading this that you know. The other, the other sprites were going to understand why Wysteria wants to help mm -hmm. build the garden, and then there, there was going to be kind of like a, you know, like a a moment where the other sprites are like, "Oh yeah, this is fun," and Wysteria wasn't crazy all this entire time. And yeah, we should only be doing this, but right, that conflict. Really, yeah, there really wasn't that 
and it, no. and it's but it still works it's still like 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 obviously they you know she had this idea and she brought it to her friends and her friends were like cool let's try it you know and like the real only conflict in this entire story is between the garden and the people building the garden essentially like will they be able to will they be able to to make it what they want it to be right there's kind of like this idea of a historical conflict like that had already taken place and it's like but now we desire to fix that already so let's just go ahead and do it and not make a big deal about it almost like yeah yeah, we want to be happier so let's just be happier (laughs) i love also once again like the relationship between don magic and the, the magic world where they're they're like like there's a surprise obviously when elena and um and wisteria first see each other and but then after that it's kind of like cool you we, we exist and same with like her neighbor friend you know sees like the one sprite kind of freaks out at first and then like shakes the the, the hand of the and sprite the with his peak, yeah. with his pinky yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah it's it's just really cute it's it's um I can also see why you like this because there's a lot of there's a lot of silent pages on here as well. Um, the, really, the art, the art gets to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Um, then um, there's a and then like I love the the end when you see um, Elena all grown up and 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 inside her beautiful garden that like and Wisteria is still there kind of watching the uh, the gardener. Is that was that part of the book? Was that, that was the that was the uh, inspiration page. That was the inspiration. Okay, well that that it's right it after. Be, it yeah, could be that though, like that. I kind of got that vibe. Yeah, and it's definitely a different artist at the last page. So I guess yeah, that that would be the inspiration page. But it's yeah, this this thing is great. I love it. It was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of you know, there's um, you know, there's a few main colors show chosen obviously like yellows and greens but there's a lot of different you know there's a big color palette here so one thing else i really like about this whole thing is that all the sprites are different they they all look different from each other there's a lot of great designs they're all adorable um they all have kind of cool plant names um i love like hortensia uh, who kind of looked like she was wearing a donut which was really cool and uh and like, uh, and then there's a few other like you know smaller like childlike characters, and yeah, they're just all adorable. Like the the sprites are, they're all different, but they're all great. And some great little bees and some ladybugs. The Everything insect characters were fantastic. Definitely. Like, I, like yeah. the the earthworms we saw like earthworms twice and i was like those are really cute earthworms like earthworms are just yeah. earthworms like i guess they're not really complicated to draw but just like the way they went into to, in, the way they went in and out of the earth and like the little ladybugs i really love the little ladybugs obviously ladybugs are cute they're in lots of things they've been in children's books for forever ladybugs are adorable there's some mm-hmm. other little bug that they showed i don't remember what um, they were there were bees um, uh, there were bees, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but the once again, they're they're not gross. They're just fun and cute. Even the yeah. even the worms are cute. The worms are so cute. How do you make a cute worm? I don't know. <laughs> but, I don't know. <laughs> that's so crazy. Because uh, what's his name? Yeah. That that little that little dude liked worms, so they were cute. Yeah. 
Yes, definitely. And well, I really liked that it wasn't the last page, but it was like the page before last because the last page was Elena and and Wisteria kind of like sitting next to the morning glory and just like being happy or whatever. But the last page was like all of the people that now had sprites like it was just like a vision of like people having sprites and it was just like oh like people and sprites living in harmony <laughs> i was yeah. like yeah sure why not <laughs> people exactly. and magic yay yeah and that's just you know really cute i mean like and and like especially when it comes to like european like stories you don't really get a lot of positive stories about magic and and reality mixing with each other so I think that was kind of a breath of fresh air as well. And if you do, it's usually like, like the closest thing you get is like, oh, why did I just forget? Like house gnomes, but they're not gnomes. Uh, house, like, they're not like, like the, the little borrowers or the little house gnomes that help you do house things. And most yeah. people can't have them anymore because most people have iron in their house. But yes you know what i'm talking about like they help you wash your dishes or whatever but they went away because people got microwaves <laughs> you know, yeah exactly <laughs> the 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 uh the maytag man is now the right. uh is now the helper so. anyhow but oh. yeah like and but those were like you know like people took advantage of them kind of thing and they were kind of like gruff and mean and whatever um and people Probably didn't really live, people didn't really live in harmony with them because they like didn't do things for each other and they didn't like work together kind of thing. Like this is more we're working together to do things yeah. for each other, you know, like the way it should be. This is live in harmony. This is definitely a friendship book. Yeah. They're you know, they're sharing they're sharing popsicles. Oh yeah. It's, it's a good, wholesome, friggin' friendship book, and I really enjoyed it. I also, you know, shout out to the letter, whoever that was. I'm not sure who it was. I should check. Um, yeah, right now. yeah, the, you know, you had kind of standard bubble lettering for the, um, for the regular dialogue, which was really good, very readable. I enjoyed it, but the scroll work for the narration. I really enjoyed it was a it was a good font it was a good font choice um mm -hmm. i thought it was pretty i thought it was very readable for weird scroll work choices um sometimes people will choose like fantasy scroll work uh, and it's hard to read but i thought the scroll work on that was very readable and very pretty no absolutely it, but I, I really liked it, it i thought it, it had, fit and i thought it was pretty yeah it definitely had that like you know that that kind of mystical kind of like legendary feel to mm -hmm. it, but it was definitely legible. The um, the letter it was Craig with an exclamation mark. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so and Good I've seen, I've, I've seen I've seen their work before and I've always enjoyed it. So um so yeah no I I, I do agree and 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 I guess it's like one of those things where it's kind of like the um like the the music for a movie like the um, the oh my god, I totally forgot the name of what what that's called. Sound um, like the sound, the soundtrack, like soundtrack. like the like like the um, but yeah, like the the the, the background music, the the score for 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 a movie. Mm. The people say like the best score is the one that you don't even realize that's right. going on. 
like it just kind of goes with the music or goes with the movie so well. Um, I, I think that's the same thing with letterers. It's like if you don't mm-hmm. notice the letterer, that's a good thing. And so, so yeah, like for most of the work, it's the lettering is just perfect. It's it, it works well with the, the story, it doesn't take you out of the story at all. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. that's that's normally how I feel, but you know, fantasy lettering, like that's normally yeah. something that like really stands out, and exactly. and you know, and that's a lot when, of times that's... that stuff is so hard to read. And then once again, with like someone scoring a movie, that's like the big crescendo spots. Those are the spots that you're supposed to see and supposed to right, right. So yeah, I can totally see it. That's the the Jaws theme coming to yeah. you, or you know, something like that. So, um, but yeah, I I think um, definitely I'm very happy. Like it's been a pretty, even though we've been on on uh, vacation from the podcast, it's been pretty busy last few weeks with. Uh, the holidays and everything going on so this was a definitely a nice way to dip our toes back into uh into the podcast and it was a fun read definitely yeah just something something quick something easy something not too stressful and i think this is going to be on birthday and christmas list going forward for me i think it makes week. a good you know if you've got if you've got a young kid it it you know as an adult I loved it because it's it's a wholesome read. Like it's a fun, wholesome read. It's easy. It's got good fantasy elements. But you know, like if, if you want something uncomplicated, it, it is a good read for an adult. It's not. It doesn't talk down to you. It's nothing like that. But it is easy and uncomplicated. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like for a child, um, it, it still works. Like it's it's not hard to read. It doesn't say anything that's like scary, you know, if you've got a parent that's like, oh, scary. So if you're reading up for a small child, I think this reads up very well. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you just want something easy to read as an adult, it's an easy read as an adult. It's also available on Comixology Unlimited. So, you know, it's cheap. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, it's definitely one of those like, you know, sit on my lap kind of books too, because there are a lot of silent panels and like the kid could easily mm-hmm. follow along with the artwork and, and have the parent read the, the word bubbles when they come up. Absolutely. So, yeah. And great, you know, mother daughter moments as well in this book. So yeah. It's just, true. Very true. Just fun. Fun. Yeah. So. Th- it's a, it's a good family book. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I got, I think I got everything I wanted to say about it. Um, do you have anything else you want to add or. You know what? Maybe hair. Yes. Uh, great hair in this book. You know, oh. we talked about Electra uh, yeah. as as Daredevil having great hair. You know what? Mm-hmm. These sprites have some fantastic freaking hair. Absolutely, especially Wisteria with the uh, has very much the Electra Electra style hair, where it's just like Wisteria has Electra hair. Uh, yes. Who's the girl with the bubble hair? Oh, uh, the, yeah. the bigger, the bigger sprite with bubble hair. She's got I, awesome hair too. No, I think that was my my fave uh, Hortensia. Hortensia. Was, yes. I was gonna say Amarath, but I, I think you're right. It might be Hortensia. I could be wrong, but no, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think Amarath's the tall one with my yeah. hair, with like the 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 shag. Yes. Like the mm-hmm. with like the zero gravity shag. Hers doesn't hang like mine does, like normal hair. Yeah. She's got like one no. that floats. 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can see that. No, they've got excellent hair. Yeah. And once again, I mean, every single one of these sprites has a different hairstyle. They all have different mm. shapes and sizes. And different face styles, too. Like different there, face shapes, different face patterns or whatever. They all look like not, different people. I don't think there was many corners cut when it was when creating this. You can totally tell that, that there was a lot of time and a lot of effort taken when it came to the artwork here. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Okay. Well... I think that might be it for the Sprite and the Gardener for now. I think it is. And kind of for the episode, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I guess um, I guess we'll get into the, to the, the closing here. Probably a good va- idea. As I'm vamping because I can't find my closing That's script. what I figured was happening. <laughs> I was trying not to say too much because I didn't want to distract you. <laughs> no problem. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's a good idea because I'm easily distracted. I definitely am. <laughs> okay. Well, we have now reached the end of our show. Thank you as always for listening. Uh, email us any questions or comments at uh, commentsisarebetter at gmail dot com. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is cdbpod. And website is comicsisarebetter.wordpress.com. You can request a future subject or you can email us that future subject. It's up to you how you want to do it. And follow, rate, tell a friend. That's the best thing you can do for us. You know, we like to spread the word of good comics. And that's, you know, tell a friend. Let them know so they can tell their friends and we can all talk about good books. So, Darcy, where can we find you? I am at books underscore serial on Twitter, booksandserial.wordpress.com. And I am very much avoiding uh, Wastelanders Black Widow at the moment because no thank you. Uh, So I'm, I think, considering doing, I don't know, uh, probably, I don't know. I don't know. I'm avoiding (laughs) things at the moment. Me too, actually. Um, I'm, I'm about two weeks behind on podcasts anyways, so I figured I didn't want to add something, especially if it was going to be a hate listen, probably. So I've been I'm listening, listening to Maintenance Space recently. You might enjoy mm-hmm. that. It's pretty good. Mm, okay. What, uh, so, what kind yeah. of... It's about like the weight loss industry in America oh. and why it's bullshit. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. I will definitely check that out. That actually sounds really interesting. It's um, fantastic. Because yeah, that is that is such a such a sham, actually. Absolutely. Like, yep. Um, okay. It, the well, first episode, oh. the 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 president's um, uh, what is it? The president's fitness test that we all had the, to take as children. The one that like I think Clinton started that. You have to, no, hell no! It was like was it was. Uh, no, 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 no! It was like in the fifties. Really? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, it's, yeah. It's yeah. old. I, I just remember, like, um, being told to get fit by Clinton when he was, like, eating McDonald's every day. <laughs> so that was, that was no, but that that whole thing where you had to bend and touch your toes and hold yes. yourself at the bar for 15 seconds and all that. Like, half of them you didn't even, it, like, half of them weren't even required. Like, that was, like, each school was just, like, changing that shit up based on what mm-hmm. they had in the gym. Exactly. Yeah, no. and it's crazy. Plus, and- it's a great listen. Yeah, and no regard that everyone kind of is built differently, and some people just can't touch their mm-hmm. toes. That's mm-hmm. just the way that it is, no matter mm-hmm. how fit they are. Um, mm-hmm. Or that it doesn't yeah. really like have shit to do with fitness anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
no, I definitely want want to check that out. Um, I'm yes. gonna definitely put that on my list here. Uh, so I'm at uh, Bryjan two eight one four on Twitter and Bryjan underscore CV on Instagram. I'm doing something weird right now on Instagram. Um, I I had this idea. I was visiting my parents. I think I get I get the most creative when I'm visiting my parents. I think because like I feel like I it's like going back home and like kind of like you get that just that vibe of like like you know what what fun things can I come up with to do for myself you know like while while I'm here and I'm taking an album and I decided to start on my favorite album of all time music wise uh, which is London Calling for the Clash um and I'm going from each track and I'm choosing a picture that represents each track of, of the uh of the album and there's there's 19 there's 19 tracks, so this is definitely a way to to start. I'm up to um, I just I just posted before we recorded um the right profile, which is the song number seven. So I'm almost halfway there. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm having fun. I just I'm trying to figure out. I don't want to be on the nose because like the next song is is lost in the supermarket, and yeah, it'd be so easy just to take a picture, you know. Find a picture of a supermarket, and uh, but but that song's also about like ennui. So like, I want to try to find something that kind of represents the feeling of that, you know, like of ennui as long as well as being in a supermarket. So I don't know. I have a way to go (laughs) there. So like I said, it was it's been weird, and I've been getting like one like or two likes on each picture because I don't think anyone else knows what I'm doing. So not even Carrie knows <laughs> what I'm doing right now on that. So all right, well, um, thank you once again, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> and, you made it this far to listen about yep. Ennui. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, which will be our special guest next week. No, I'm oh, exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so remember, uh, comics deserve better, and everyone deserves comics, and everyone have. A good evening, and I'm saying everything backwards, so I'm gonna try this one more time. For for Darcy and Carrie, who is with us in spirit, I'm Brian, Always. and this has been the Comics Are Better podcast. And remember, once again, comics are better, and everyone deserves comics. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Even with the script, I messed things up. Okay. It should happen. <laughs>